Welcome back to BTW, about to be the workshop here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, where today we're going to cover a topic that obviously I wish we didn't have to cover, but because um, under the normally expected circumstances, there is going to be a Tishabov, and we are in the middle of Ben Hamitzarim. It is the nine days at the moment of this recording. So since there is what to know actually about Nusach, we are going to cover it. We'll talk a little bit about interesting Nusach notes that can be found in Tikkun Tefillah, Rav Sraya Deblitsky's, um, his Kuntris on Nusach. So we're going to look at what he says there. There's some Minhagim that you will be familiar with that he mentions, some probably not, certainly some that I was not familiar with until I saw it inside myself. And we'll talk a little bit about how to prepare for um, davening this, um, this coming Tishabov, if it ends up being the way it's been in previous years, if it's not a Yom Tov this year, uh, and hopefully none of these Nusach um, notes should be relevant anymore very soon. Um, but in the meantime, we have some some material to discuss, particularly for Bein HaMetzarim, believe it or not, even though it's, we're, we're well into Bein HaMetzarim, um, and there's what to know for Shabbos Chazon and for Tishabov. So those are the three things we're going to focus on. And among them, we're going to talk a little bit about the Kino of Elit Sion. While we're mentioning Kino, so I'll also mention that I had thought about doing some workshop or some shiurim devoted to um, Kavana for the Kinos just um, to go through the kinos so you can understand them better. My feeling against the, that option is that whatever you're doing on Tishabov, you're likely to be going to a program that's already going to be doing that for you. However, if for whatever reason you want to hear it here, so just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com, or if you happen to have my number, you can just private message me um, in any which way. And if there's enough um, interest, so then I'll, I'll do a kinos series and I'll be your keynote speaker. Okay, not a, not a time for jokes. Um, well, I mean, whatever. You know that that joke was an obvious one. But if you want, if you want to hear um, um, some, some um, interesting information about the keynotes, so I definitely have recommendations of where you can look for um, information on the keynotes. My starting point would be Art Squirrel. I think Art Squirrel's great at just telling you what each keynote is about. But if you want to hear it from me, so just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com or any which way, and um, I'll, I'll consider doing a series on that. Um, but hurry up, because um, it might not be relevant um, very soon. Okay, so we have that, and I think we are ready to get going. So... If we look at um, uh, the uh, Tikkun Tefillah, so he has this in his page, uh, Tes Zion. Um, I'm actually going to go back because he starts being a Mitzarm on page Tes Vav, and then he goes into Tes Zion. So he says, Yesh Omrim, there are some who say, Shomer Yisrael B'Tachanun, Ad Ki Enozer Benigun Elitzion. So what's he referring to? So he's referring to Tachanun, which we do not say on Tishabov because it does have some level of a Yom Tov. Um, but some people, um, they, um, when they say Tachanun, I've never heard of this minog, but they sing Shomer Yisrael, which is after the Nefilah Sapayim part, where you're falling on your face, and they say to Elit Sion. So, um, I don't know if anyone plans on doing that, 
But since it's there, I thought we would do a demo for that. And it kind of makes sense thematically. Minotachanun um, is a is a solemn tefillah, and here we're asking for Hashem to guard His people. And Tishbav is a time where we just felt like we weren't guarded in some sense. In a certain sense, we were that Hashem took His anger out on the sticks and stones um, instead of us. But nonetheless, in Shomer Yisrael and Tachanun, so um, I, I ran it through myself. The way it would probably sound is something like this. Shomer Yisrael, Shemor Sheiris Yisrael, V'yal Yovan Yisrael, Omrim Shema Yisrael, Shomer Goyechod, Shemor Sheiris Amechod, V'yal Yovan Goyechod, Hamiachdim Shemcha Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echod, Shomer Goy Kadosh, Shemor Sheiris Am Kadosh, V'yal Yovan Goy Kadosh, Hamishalashim Bishalosh Kidushas Likadosh, Misrat Sebirachamim, Umis Payes Bisachanunim, Hisrat Sevihis Payes Lidor Oni Kiet Hoser. So he says it goes from Shomeri Sural to Kiet Hoser, and then by Avinim Akinu Chaninu Vaninu, there um, he doesn't say anything particular for that part. So that would be a place where I guess if you wanted to do this, if you wanted to get into the mood during Bena Mitzarim, so it's not too late. That you could uh, sing that to um, Elit Sion. Um and shortly we'll talk a little bit about what Elit Sion is about. Um, but it's a bit, it's the, you know the most famous um, kina um, next to H Tukad. But so we'll speak about that soon. Here um, in Tikkun Tefillah, says something that I'm a little bit unsure about what he means because he says Yesh Gam Shinohagu Lomar. He says there are those who are, have the minhag of saying. Pasuk Bonei Yerushalayim Hashem V'chulei, a pasuk of build Yerushalayim Hashem. In Pesukei de Zimra, benigun Echa, to the tune of Echa. And then he says, He says, There are those who have the minog for doing so for many of the brachos in Berchos HaShachar. So both of these points, I'm really not sure what he means, because I was uh, looking through Pesukei de Zimra, and I couldn't really find a pasuk of Bonei Yerushalayim HaShem. I don't know if he means that there, that you you take a, a pasuk of Bnei Yerushalayim Hashem that exists out there in Tanakh, and he wants, and he's saying that the minog is to insert this pasuk into Pesukei Dezimra somewhere. I'm not sure if that's what he means, or if he means that there's actually somewhere in Pesukei Dezimra where you have such a pasuk, but in Nusach Ashkenaz, I could not find it. Um, I found something that was close in the Halalukas. In the second Halaluka, we have Shabachi Yerushalayim Es Hashem, Halaluyah Tzion. So I don't know if that's what he intended, but um, so you have that bracha, is that that pasuk in 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 Tehillim, Kuf Mem Zayin? So it's in the Pesukei de Zimra, and um, I'm not even sure how you would incorporate Echa to it because the trap for Tehillim is different anyway. The the Tame Ms. So you have Eov Mishla and Tehillim. They have their own set of trap, which is not really the same as what you would find, for example, in Echa. But I guess if you were trying to you might do something like this. But I don't know if that's what he meant. Another Pasuk that might be close is in Baruch Hashem Leolam Amen V'Amen. There the Pasuk says, Baruch Hashem Etzion Shechein Yerushalayim Haluka. Um, happens to be that Yerushalayim does not come up all that much in our Pesukei de Zimra 
um, really in our daven, and we have obviously a bracha in um, in Shemona Esrei devoted to it. Um, but um, either way, that's what he brings down. If anyone can decode this uh, this um, line in Tikkun Tefillah for me, tell me what he means. So I would uh, I would definitely appreciate it. Also, for his point on Birchas Hashachar, I don't like you would actually say the Birchas Hashachar to Eicha. It strikes me as a little bit weird, but you know we can try it. So. Baruch atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Asher Nosan Lasech Vivino Lavchim Binyom Uveim Loilo Like it's a little bit funny. Baruch atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Shelo Asanin Goy Like I, I, again, I don't know if that's what he means, but it's just interesting. What I What I also find interesting about it is it does, even though it does come off as sounding awkward, but when we get to um, what he says about davening in general on Tisha B'av, so I think there's going to be an important point to, uh, to raise when it comes to the mood of tefillah in general. Because tefillah, I think, should feel awkward on Tisha B'av, and I'll explain why when we get to it. So just keep this awkward feeling right now. Um, you know, um, Keep it in mind, and we'll, we'll, we'll come back to it because it's going to be relevant. So, as we continue, when it comes to Shabbos Chazon, so he says um, something that we are probably familiar with. He says, Kibachol Shabbos, like Shabbos Chazon is like we're any Shabbos. Rak, however, yesh no hagim lomar lechadodi benigun elitzion. Some have the minog of saying lechadodi to elitzion. We spoke about this a little bit last week. Um, and he, just interestingly enough, he points out, at least, Rav Saraya points out, v'yoser tov, it's actually better lehimanamiza, to withhold from this. And he says, afila kishachal tishabav b'shabbos. This, even if tishabav falls out on Shabbos, he says it's better not to. He, he points us, he says, ayin darchei chayim b'shalom. I guess he points to a sefer called darchei chayim b'shalom. And he and he talks about also using um, Eicha during the Haftarah on Shabbos Chazon. So, you know, I guess at this point, you know, to each his own when it comes to doing Elitzia until the Chadodi, I could hear the argument against because Shabbos is supposed to push away all morning. We don't really mourn on Shabbos, so maybe Elitzia would not be appropriate. And maybe, um, on the other hand, it's maybe it's appropriate. Maybe Shabbos Chazon is such a time if we do Eicha to the Haftarah because of how we're supposed to feel. If there's a reason for doing that, um, you know, maybe we're supposed to feel a little bit of that sense on Shabbos Chazon, as long as, you know, it's, um, it's not taking away too much. Um, maybe we're not on the level where um, it's appropriate to ignore the the korban if, if that ever if that makes any sense at all. So and we 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 ran through the elitzion to the chadodi. So the chadodi lekras kalapene shabbos nekabila. Or if you want to not repeat any words, you could do lechadodi lekras kalapene shabbos nekabila. And obviously for the shamar v'zachor, it's the same thing. So, 
you can do that. And something that might actually be very helpful. Let's say um, you feel you're one of you know um, you're, you're in line with Rav Saraya and you don't think it's appropriate to do a litzion on Shabbos. So what you could do is let's say you're going to do a litzion, but then come back for lo sevoshi if you could change the tune, do something more um, upbeat about your shalayim. So for example, you could do the shon habav your shalayim lo sevoshi lo esikami malatish tochachi umatemi. So even though you just did a sad beginning, but you have that whole Hopeful, um, that hopeful tune coming in the end, which is going to um, evoke feelings of, of simcha and 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 again um, um, hope in, in in a brighter future for Yerushalayim. You could also do a different tune. Um, um, right? right? And and you whatever you could finish with, you could either drag out the the words so you don't have to repeat any, and then you continue. You would repeat the high part for Lechadodi and then go back down for Yamin Usmal. And then by Boi Vishalom, you would do the high part again. Um, so that can be a really nice, strong way to finish a Lechadodi davening instead of doing a Melitzion for the entire thing or doing a Litzion and then not doing a, a happy song after. So these are two great options for Shabbos Chazon right after, um, if, if you're going to do Elit Zion. So at least you, know, you balance it out and you fight back against the the negative feeling of, of Elit Zion. Okay, so then we get to the Tisha B'Av Davening. So Mr. Um, Sarai writes as follows, This is Falim B'Kol Bechi, Namo Meragil. This is we daven with a, a, a crying voice that's lower than normal, than regular, you know, than the regular davening. And he points to Simon Tuff, Kuf, Nun, Tess, Sif, Aleph. Um, and he says, And we do it with the Nigan Chol, like the regular Chol davening. So we have the Nusach for that back in the archives. If you type in Chol, um, Shachris, Chol, Psaki, De Zimra, you could find all of that there. Um, he says, Im Shabbos, like this year, for if Tishba falls out of Motzei Shabbos, in Harich Bevarchu Yosem Yom Chol Ayin Bemotzei Shabbos Leel. So, meaning, um, he talks about this earlier in the Sefer. He says that normally when it's coming out of a Yom Tov or coming out of a Shabbos, we actually lengthen the Baruchu. Um, I, I don't know anyone really follows this minhag or what, what exactly the minhag consists of, how it sounds in Nusach, but apparently um, you do that normally. He says, you don't do that um, when it's Tisha B'Av. And he says, whoever normally reads Kriyashma with its, with its uh, trap, you read it to the regular, the regular trap, don't you know, try to be shticky and incorporate Eicha, something that I've done in the past to, to myself. But apparently he says that's, that's not appropriate. Um, and he points to different sources. And he also says, Gam bikinos be'erev, um, he says that really everyone should. Oh, he says that the, when when finishing off the kinos, so the shleach tzibor should in fact 
and off out loud so everyone can hear. This is v'lo This is not the way people. Some people are nohig to do. Be'erev lomar hakol b'vasachas to say everything together. He says that it should be. It should be um, that at least the ending it should be um, ended off by the chazan. V'shemati shegam hagon chazan ish zatzal hikbed al Apparently the chazan ish was mocked for this. Okay, so. Um, and by Shachris, he says, This is the tune for Elitzion, is, is the tune that, um, uh, that everyone knows. And so with that, I want to now talk a little bit about Elitzion, because, you know, we're here, we're focusing on it, something to think about. Um, and then after, we'll come back to the thing that's a little, just a little bit awkward about davening on Tisha B'Av in general. And how we should try to work with that. But elitzion, the word eli literally means to wail. Um, there are a lot of different words for crying out in um, in Judaism. One of them is eli. Um, um, the, 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 it's it's, uh, it's it's wail as in uh, the command to. It's a uh, imperative to telling someone to wail. Wail tzion, wail o Zion, v'arha and her cities. Kimo like a woman suffering from birth travail. V'chiv sulach agurasak aba anirah. Um, like, um, so like a woman suffering from birth travail and like a maiden girded in sackcloth lamenting for her husband for the husband of her youth so you have these two images you have the image of a woman in childbirth um, um, which is like nice um, even though it's painful and then you have a young maiden a loa lane or a mourning over her husband so um, it sounds and if she's a psula uh, that means that you know um, I guess they were um, they were just married they never even lived together, and all of a sudden he passes away. So unfortunately, um, you know, we hear stories about this, some even stories recently, um, and you know, some really, really, really painful stories. Um, but the point is that you know, we unfortunately live with both of these. Even you know, we have pain. Even good times, they, we experience pain. And part of the hope that the art, you know, the art school brings down here. That the opening line of the kino, which is repeated either as the refrain after every second line or once at the end, it, this it does provide some ray of hope because the suffering that we experience is not in vain because we are in the Chevalier Mashiach. These are our birth pangs, hopefully. And um, even though there's no pain that's more excruciating than the birth travails, says Art Scroll, um, the, the mother accepts it because it heralds the exhilarating joy of birth. And so that's how we can, that's how we can understand the suffering of of Klal Yisrael. Even though that's the refrain, the rest of the kina goes in this order. So it says, Ale Armona Sher Nutal. So Ale here is, um, is, play, is with an I and not an Aleph. So it's playing off of the word Eli, but it's Ale, and Ale here means regarding. Ale Armona Sher Nutash Be'ashmas Tzon Adareha. Ale Armona Sher Nutash Be'ashmas Tzon Adareha. Vi'abiyas Mechor Fekel Besuch Mikdash Chadoreha which means for the palace that is abandoned because of the sin of the sheep of her flocks and for the entrance of the blasphemers of God into the chambers of her sanctuary. So we're talking about our sins. We're talking about the people who provoke Hashem, I mean, the, the, the goyim who provoke Hashem. And so the, the, each line in Elitzion is talking about something to wail about. So we wail about, you know, the pains of Galus. We we wail about the the um, the Galus itself, and it goes. It continues. Ale Galus regarding the Galus. Mishar Sekel of God's ministers, the Kohanim. Man Shirs Marha, the ones who make nice sounds, um, the um, or the Levim who make uh, sweet sounds and songs of praise. Vialdama Mashir Shupachan on the blood that was poured. Kimomimei Yorha, like the waters of the river. 
so each line is is describing something that that um, to to cry about, um, and that that that's basically what it is about. So you know, it's it's not it's definitely overwhelmingly not a positive tune. It's not a positive feeling. But this kina um, is doing what kinos are supposed to do. They're supposed to evoke um, negative feelings about um, the gullus. So that's essentially what this is about. So now just returning to that idea about the, the awkwardness of, of davening on Tisha B'Av, you know, one of the one of the minhagim is to remove the parochas. And I heard the, an idea that we remove the parochas because normally the parochas is supposed to serve as almost like a tzniah stick, a barrier between us and Hashem, that we can't, you know, look directly at Him. And so it's, it's normally necessary. But when we're in Golis, when it's Tisha B'Av, so the Shekhin is not even there. And so you might say we need to remove all the barriers, but the point is that, that, that help, the Shekhinah, in a sense, is not even there. And so when we dive in something like Suke de Zimra, for example, which is filled with praises of Hashem, it's really awkward to be praising Hashem when we are in this state. If you're in the proper you know, um, um, frame of mind um, on Tisha B'Av, davening should be really, really awkward because you're kind of like feeling like, what am I doing here? Am I communicating with Hashem? Wondering if he's really listening to me today. I'm talking about the praises of Hashem that I know are true, but I'm really not feeling it right now. If you feel that on Tisha B'Av, then, 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 then it's appropriate. You know, it's, it's the one time... I think, where you should feel like you're davening because you have to and not because you want to, not because you feel like you have the benefits of davening, you know, like that, that Hashem's going to answer your tefillos. It's, it's not a day where we actually feel like Hashem's going to answer us. We, um, you know, we don't say slichos, for example, on Tisha B'Av. It's not a day of tefillah. It's a day of crying. It's a day of bechi. The, the, the sharei tefillah are, are closed. So we have a Baal Tefillah workshop here to go through the nusach of what you're supposed to know but just recognizing that you know it's it's not it's not really a day of tefillah. We might have a session on kinos, but you should understand that kinos are very different from tefillos. You know, kinos are are not necessarily as much communication with Hashem as much as we're supposed to be communicating with ourselves. Um, you know, to to feel what the mood is about, and it's very hard, especially if we are in the mode of just you know reading. You know, people call um, reading through something; they call it davening it, but that's really not what davening should be either. That's one of my peeves. But the the point is that you know you shouldn't be just like you know um, um, just the paying lip service to the kinos, and you really shouldn't do that for davening either. But realizing that for the kinos, especially the ikkur, is to understand what what they're about. And yes, I'll be the first to tell you that the same is true for davening. You know, you have to understand what you're saying. But um, the keynotes particularly are supposed to evoke a certain emotion. And if we're just very, um, you know, if, if it's just bland and it's not, it's not doing anything for us, so it's not really serving its purpose. And then you have to try to find some other option. If reading sad poetry doesn't help you, so then we have to figure out how it can speak to you or what might speak to you on, on Tisha B'Av. And, um, you know, if that's something that you want to hear more about, once again, reach out to me at the database at gmail.com and we can devote a, um, a, a session to going through Kinos if you want, you know, we can do different options. We could do some of them. We could do all of them if there's a Kino in particular that you want to hear more about. So by all means, let me know. And we, we, we can devote something to that. Uh, but in, in the meantime, you know, to, the, the feeling of, of tefillah in general, Again, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a communicative 
process. It's supposed to be a reflexive process as well. We're supposed to do something to us. The feeling on Tisha B'Av is that we should we should feel a little bit rejected. We should feel like if we're you know um, in a certain sense, if we are not um, you know crying, so we are missing something. That's something as well that we're going to have to talk about later this week. Um, what if I what if I can't um, evoke that emotion? If the Kinos aren't doing it for me, and the Chavetz Chaim Heritage Foundation videos aren't doing it for me, so um, what exactly? is um, the right thing to do. How should we feel? Or how can we evoke the feelings that we want to evoke? So we'll talk about some different options later this week. But in the meantime, that takes us through this workshop. So obviously look forward to davening with you in the future for better um, and happier tefillos. And um, and I thank you for joining us here at the database. The database all should be well. Everyone should have a meaningful fast, and um, that's if we have to get there. We should really see Mashiach first, and uh, with the rebuilding of Yerushalayim and the Beis HaMikdash, the Meribimenu.